0: Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Wednesday of the third week in Ordinary Time. But today is also a memorial, a memorial of a great saint, a bishop and doctor of the Church, St. Francis de Sales. And I'd encourage you to read up on him today and to just find out the wonderful ways in which this great man of God was used mightily in the Church. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. On another occasion, Jesus began to teach by the sea. A very large crowd gathered around him so that he got into a boat on the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was beside the sea on land. And he taught them at length in parables. And in the course of his instruction, he said to them, Hear this, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. And it produced no grain. And some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit. It came up and grew and yielded thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. He added, Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. And when he was alone, those present with, along with the twelve questioned him about the parables. He answered them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to those outside, everything comes in parables, so that they may look and see but not perceive, and hear and listen but not understand, in order that they may not be converted and be forgiven. Jesus said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand any of the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear, Satan comes at once and takes, the word, takes away the word sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground who, when they hear the word, receive it at once with joy, but then they have no root. They last only for a time. Then when tribulation or persecution comes because of the Word, they quickly fall away. Those sown among thorns are another sort. They are the people who hear the Word, but worldly anxiety, the lure of riches, and the craving of little of other things intrude and choke the Word, and it bears no fruit. But those sown on rich soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirty and sixty and one hundredfold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, of course, this is a very familiar parable, perhaps one of the most familiar in all of Scripture, the parable of the sower. And, of course, there are wonderful ways in which we can uh, see how this parable can be applied and recognizing the fact that, of course, there are different kinds of hurt, uh, uh, rather heart conditions in the world. There are those whose hearts are hard and uh, are hard to get through, uh, just like the hard soil in the uh, parable. There are those who uh, have rocky hearts, and uh, they have basically— a mixed heart it's got both soil and also uh, pieces of hardness and then there is uh, those that have thorny soil and those are the ones that have other things growing in them other than what the word of god wants to grow and so that the thorns basically choke out the new growth and then there's the rich soil the clean pure ground and that of course is the soil where Uh, We have uh, the word of God not only planted, but thriving as it continues to grow. One of the the things about this parable is, of course, uh, if it were impossible for us to have our ground changed, then this parable would be uh, basically futile. It would be uh, a, a dark, foreboding thing to think about. The beautiful thing is that our hearts can be changed. And those hearts that are hard, hearts that are mixed with with hardness and with softness, those that have thorns, uh, that other things are growing in the soil, uh, our hearts can be changed. And that's the beauty of God's forgiveness, the forgiveness that first of all comes through baptism, that those who perhaps have been living a life where uh, God has no part uh, can all of a sudden find themselves invaded by the one who wants to produce that, that good fruit in their hearts. And that baptism just completely changes the soil. But then again, as we continue to grow in our faith, our soils can again be contaminated. Uh, they, we can become hard again. Uh, we can get rocks in them. We can get other growth, whatever it happens to be. But through confession and God's forgiveness and grace, our hearts again be, can be returned to being good soil. The thing about good soil is it has to be maintained. It has to be uh, worked on and, and continue to be cultivated. It isn't just enough for the soil to, again, uh, <clears throat> be tilled and <clears throat> the rocks removed and the, the weeds and everything pulled out and the softness return. We have to continue to maintain it that way by living a life of grace that comes only from God, only from his strength. And in doing so, When the word is implanted in us, it has that great goodness to cause us to thrive. Of course, one of the things I love about this parable as well, even though we all have the hope of our hearts being restored, is that that word is sown everywhere. Even when our hearts are hard or thorny or rocky, whatever our heart condition, God is reaching out to us, placing that word in us. And as we may respond, even in part, that might be enough to move us again, to place our hearts before the Lord, that he might strengthen us and give us grace. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Obviously, it's really uh, easy for us when we have a parable like this to look at our lives and, and think about, uh, you know, the, the, the garden of our heart. W- what about the condition of our soil? Are our hearts hardened? Have we hardened our hearts to God? Um, are there places where we've allowed rocks to come in, a hardness uh, to things? It may not be completely hard, but it's partially hard. Or maybe we've allowed other interests and passions to basically take root in the heart to the point where it's hard for the love of God to grow. Maybe it's a bit of everything. Maybe we have some hardness, some thorns, and some rocks. Whatever it is that may be going on, be assured that God is able to remove those things from our hearts and our lives, and we too can find that strength to live in him. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.